is the anthem of the adventurer. The show for men who are tired of forsaking their dreams, who are willing to risk, to dare greatly, and know in their soul that their desire for adventure is good. It's time to venture into the wild places in our hearts. Here's your host, Dan Saner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer podcast. I'm your host, Dan Zaner. Good to have you here. Um, Quick little bit of housekeeping before we get into our interview today. As you heard last week on the podcast, if you hadn't uh, already, check that one out. But just to remind you, this is one of the final episodes of this iteration of the show. If you're listening to this in... November, December time frame of 2021, we are saying goodbye to the Anthem of the Adventure as we know it. And it's not going to be back until probably 2023. So listen to all those old episodes that you loved so much and follow us along on Instagram, on our blog. Our creative team is hard at work writing some amazing challenges, stories, insights, and thoughts on this life of adventure with God. So be sure that you're following along with all that. And the reason that we're going to be sunsetting the podcast is something I'm super excited about. I'm writing my first book and it's a bit scary. It's a bit of an adventure in and of itself. You remember how we define adventure as persevering into the unknown? Well, that's kind of the <laughs> entire writing process. So I'm learning a lot. I'm working with an amazing uh, creative team putting the book out and can't wait to share it with you all. And I need to focus on that instead of producing a podcast as much as I love it. So on to today's guest, one of my favorite people to connect with whenever we get a chance to chat, which as Ben knows is not as often as either of us would like (laughs) Ben Weaver is a uh, business consultant and author and just all around good dude from the St. Louis area. And one of the things I really appreciate about him is he has this really great focus on true adventure with God. He has a previous podcast called Adventurous Faith, which I encourage you to check out, as well as his book, Relationships Are Everything, How Not to Suck at Relationships and Make a Dent in This World. And he's also the founder of Bigger Story, which focuses on helping people realign their purpose using really amazing tools on on aligning vision and putting a business plan together around that. Really, really awesome. However, his biggest thing that Ben's got going for him, and one of the reasons that I'm really excited for you to hear from him, is how he focuses not on achievement or traditional ways of thinking about success in life. It's really all about being with God and becoming the kind of man in whom God can entrust his power. Ben is a big part of Morgan Snyder's uh, Become Good Soil and Becoming a King movement and community and is really a guy who is wise beyond his years and that is going to come out a lot in the interview that you're about to hear so 
Without further ado, enjoy our interview with Ben Weaver. All right. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer. So glad you could join us today. And on the show, we've got my good friend, Ben Weaver. Super excited to see you. It's been a while, man. Good to see you, buddy. Hey. Oh, you too, man. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Really thrilled. Thanks for the invitation. And as usual, we're going to ambush you right away with a, a question for a, a challenge. So um, before we get into who is Ben and what is he about, um, we'd love to hear from you. What do you challenge me and the audience to do uh, in the next week after this episode comes out to incorporate some more adventure into our lives? Yeah, this one, it, funny thing is, is, is this is tough for me. This is something I'm still trying to figure out. So I'm challenging myself with this is uh, one of the things that, that my buddies and I do is we, we go on epic trips. Like we do crazy things. Uh, the crazy thing is, is given the environment we've been and we just haven't been able to do a lot of that. And so we were sitting around the living room a few weeks ago talking about adventure and what that looks like. And one of my friends just said, why don't we just go for a day hike or a quick overnight camp? Like we don't have to do anything special, like super in and out, not far away. And I was like, yes, that's what my soul needs right now. Mm -hmm. So my challenge to you is uh, find a few friends, maybe even just one, you know, and say, let's put a, a quick, a long day hike or an overnighter on the calendar today. When are you free? Like have a conversation with your family. Let's figure it out and let's do that right now. And so I'm challenging your listeners, but I'm also challenging myself to make sure that happens. What are you <laughs> doing June 12th and 13th? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, it's, 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 uh, it's making that happen right away. Um, that is, you know, I'm, I live under the, the mantra, what, what, uh, gets scheduled gets done. So let's put mm -hmm. it on the calendar and make it happen. So that's, there's your challenge. Yeah. I, I love it. And I am, I'm right there with you. Like, man, if I don't carve it out, it just doesn't happen. And even when it, when I do carve it out, it is so hard to keep it there. Like, uh, I, I ingest, what are you doing? 12th and 13th. I'm, I'm doing another go ruck event in Pittsburgh. Uh, with a, a friend of mine I haven't seen in a while. We're driving out there, going to suffer all night and most of the next day. <clears throat> it's a Lord of the Rings themed endurance event. What? <clears throat> oh, yes. Holy cow. <laughs> led, led by a former Delta Force operator. <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> so I don't know what's in store for me other than carrying awkward heavy objects long distances uh, and quoting Tolkien. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, but I keep thinking like, I mean, I just got back from uh, a four-day trip, well, six-day really trip in Colorado with two days of driving on either end. And then a couple of weeks ago was camping with Buddy and you know, there's, there's starting to be that little resentment from home creeping in. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this next one. You know, I've already done enough this spring and I... I, so I don't know if that is a kind of just me wimping out and not wanting to train for this or, uh, you know, feeling, feeling guilty and, and just like, eh, I don't really need this. Or if it's spiritual warfare trying to get in and, and actually attack something that I really do need. So I struggle with this too. <laughs> mm -hmm. For sure. No, I think it's a struggle for everyone, especially in the lives that we lead. They're just so busy, so crazy. So, um, Put it on the calendar. Make sure it gets done. Yeah. So 
with the speaking of busy busy lives i mean you have increased in the you know busyness since uh, last last time we talked really um but who who is ben what are you, what are you about what, little, oh. tell us a little bit about your story yeah so i'm uh i'm a husband i'm a father i'm a business owner foremost before all that i'm a christ follower um I'm a son and uh, I am a, a man who seeks the abundant full life that God offers us in this, in this world um, every day. That's part of whether I think that direct thought or not, that is the pursuit of more. And, and I'm under the belief that there is more, there is more that we can experience and have in this life. And so all of the decisions that my wife and I make uh, the everything from down to how I, how, how I try to schedule even my days are around that. And that, and that doesn't mean it happens every day, but that is the true North North that I point to is what does it look like to live in union with God and having intimacy with him and then living out that full life he offers me every day. And some days feel scarcity, some days still empty, but some, um, but the pursuit is still there. So that's, that's an, uh, a very skim of the surface of who I am. Uh, but, uh, you know, during the day I have the honor and privilege of running a consulting, uh, firm that we, we help businesses and we help families and individuals who need to really realign their purpose and their mission, uh, whether it's in their company organization at home, help them find the, the meaning and purpose they're looking for, um, that help really grow their organization that help grow, um, realign everything back around their people and ultimately help them set them up for long-term success. That's going to help increase their profits, help increase their impact if they're a nonprofit. And if you're a family doing this, um, as we walk through individuals or with families doing this together, um, it helps you really find it and figure out like, what is it we're about as a family? What is our main focus? What, the, the phrase I use a lot is what are your guiding principles? What is guiding you through this life that you and your wife can gravitate towards that your children can, if you have those and, what does it look like? So that's a broad stroke of what bigger story my company's all about. Um, and uh, we're thrilled to be in this space. I love what I get to do every day. So it's a ton of fun. That's awesome. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm struck by one of the, the things that I do it in, uh, in my line of work is, is talking about that big part of a high functioning team is a clear desired instinct, clear purpose. What are we here for? Why are we here? So I love that you're helping people with that because it is so important in, in every area of life where we have to coordinate something with someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, how did, how did you get to, um, that as your, your mission in life? Like where did, what was some of the roads leading there? Oh man, uh, how much time do you have? Do we have a couple hours? <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'm, I'll do my best to, to try and succinct this, this story because it's, um, it's precious to me. It's precious to, to the journey that God has me on. And so I grew up just in a normal blue collar home. I, my, both of my parents worked, um, I grew up in church and, um, lived what, what from the outside just looked like a normal life, you know, it was the last of four kids and we live in the Midwest and in the St. Louis area. And, uh, but funny enough, uh, part of my story in navigating a lot of things growing up was just not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. Not, 
under, I mean, with all the, the, the plethora of choices, understand like, what is it that I gravitated towards? You know, what were the skill sets I had all those things. And so I tried all sorts of things. And I thought at one point I wanted towards the end of my high school years, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, that was laughable because I remember sitting in honors chemistry my senior year and, and I haven't heard the audible voice much from God, but he did say, you've made a wrong turn go back. This is not for you. Honors chemistry is not your thing. Uh, and it wasn't by far, but, um, it was into my later high school years into senior year that I felt God called me to go do ministry and specifically in the local church. And so I had it and I took that career path and felt like it was a good fit for me. And it was for 15 years. Uh, as I began to work on myself, as I began to, as I hit into my thirties, began to realize some dashboard lights going off, things just not working, relationships not thriving, both, you know, from a romantic level, I was still single and from a, just a relational friendship level, I just began to work on my life, Dan. I just began to figure things, uh, work on what, what's gone wrong. Where, where, where are my wounds? Where's the trauma? Where's all these things. And as that happened, what was, what was beautiful is I began to see and, and instilled confidence in who I am and this true skill set and gifts that I have mm-hmm. as a visionary, as a leader. And this confidence wasn't born out of, look at me, I'm great. It was born out of who Christ had made me to be. Yeah. And, and so I continued to pursue that and pursue that. And that led me actually to leave my position at the church <clears throat> after 15 years of doing ministry and step into the marketplace and, uh, begin a journey of figuring out as an entrepreneur, how to make money, what, you know, all the things. And I had the soft, um, skill set of people work, you know, cause I've been doing that for so long, but they're not the knowledge of what the marketplace, how to understand it, how to work with people, all those sorts of mm-hmm. things. But I'm a, I'm a quick learner and I just got to work. And what was really cool about that process, I, I say this to almost anyone who inquires is, for me, owning a business is a process of sanctification. It mm. truly is. If you, I, I will say this probably for the rest of my life to every business owner who decides to follow after God, if you will allow it, God has, has given you this business to steward it, but first and foremost, to steward your soul and your heart. So if he wants to father you through that process, he wants to initiate you through that process. And if you allow him to do that, the fruit of your business uh, will be wildly different and it'll mm. grow like crazy. But like, so for me, like the learning, the, the, the hard skills of profit and loss statements and budgeting and, and all operating expenses of all those things, it's truly been a, God, I need you to lead me. I, I don't understand this. And he's brought strategic partners and mentors along, along the way that have been so fruitful. So for me, um, that process of, 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 um, really, uh, stepping into that confidence of who I am has been a big part of the journey. And so, you know, the phrase that I sort of live by in my story now that you are all too familiar with Dan is, um, is the most important thing in my life is not what I do. It's who am I becoming? Yeah. So all of my focus in my business, all of my focus and efforts is around, um, who is, who is this business becoming and how do we get there with purpose and mission and vision and values and all sorts of things. And then how does that inform what you do? Um, 
And so I took my lack of clarity that I had, which turned to clarity and went, how can I now help others and businesses and organizations do the same thing? And it's just a ton of fun. So that's a short, short version. There's a much longer version in their summary, which we don't have time for today, but that's yeah. That's kind of one one of these days we'll get around a campfire with a cigar and a glass of scotch and and then go go deep on the whole thing i'm in i'm in you have me at, at cigar and whiskey or, or you said scotch i'm in for that too so that yeah works. we have we have whiskey with an e or without an e either way <laughs> that works oh man i one of the things i appreciate about you and and how we've gotten to know each other over the past geez it's been three years or something since something we've like that yeah it's not um i think you first introduced me into the idea of of kind of Morgan Snyder's world to become good soil, uh, like deepening uh, the environment and the habitat that your soul inhabits and committing yourself to becoming rather than doing and slowing down and, you know, taking that lower seat and really working on dismantling the false self for a decade. You're, you're, a few years ahead of me in that. And, um, I really just am grateful for, you know, your invitation and that of others of of going deeper in this. What are some, some other things that either you've learned out of that, or you've seen others who are further along the path than, than you learn through that process of excavation? Yeah. I will just, I'll share the biggest message that I am learning and processing right now real time. Um, and this, this may not apply to everyone, although I do believe it does. And it will either be the title of a book or the title of a chapter in a book I write one day. <laughs> and the statement is the way forward is less. Mm. And, and the full statement, so that's just the, la- the part of it is there is more and the way forward is less. Every day. I'm asking the father, what does less mean today? Does it mean less time? At and work? that needs to go on a t-shirt <laughs> or a does tattoo. It, yeah. <laughs> right. Does it mean less time at work? Does it mean less time at the gym? Does it mean less time? I mean, you, you, you there's all sorts of, or all sorts of things. Um, you know, uh, the way forward is less. And so let me tell you how that, how that's practically. So I just, I just said, here's what I'm asking God every day, but let me tell you how that's, uh, let me take a 30,000 foot view back into my business right now. For those of you who listening, who run a business or part of one, this will make sense. Really probably makes sense for anyone. From that statement, the father said to me, stop dreaming about what your business could be and start living in what it needs to be right now. So part of the way forward is less for me is I, Dan, I live in the future. I'm like, yes, let's go. Let's, we can do all these great things. Right. And so I'm planning and thinking for all this stuff that bigger story will become. And I do believe these are God given desires. We will get there one day, but God's simply inviting me to say, no, no, like, what does it just need to be right now? Like, what is yeah. your wife? What does your daughter need? And that, and the, and what happens is we go from, we go from a, a 30,000 gallon tank to a 30 gallon tank. Mm-hmm. And it's not about employees or contractors anymore. It's just about me 
in this journey and what God has us right now. So stop trying to think about growing and scaling and start thinking about just being right. Yeah. So that's a practical way of, of how that's living out. So there is more, but the way forward is less. One of the things that Morgan has told me repeatedly, like it seems like every time he and I talk, he goes like, and says something along, along those lines of, Hey, you are on time. You're in time. Those desires that you have are meant to be fuel, not necessarily plans set in stone. Right. Like the desires are good. God gave you those desires, but not necessarily so they would be fulfilled at all. And possibly most likely definitely not fulfilled right now or even in the near future. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that, that hurts, doesn't it? Oh, it, it really me. does. Yeah. It's like, this sucks. What? This is ridiculous. I've got all these, uh, I've got all these, you know, uh, skills and, and ideas and thoughts and all this. And, and the bigger, and even for folks like yourself and I, Dan, I've got the affirmation from others. Mm-hmm. I've got people going, dude, why aren't you scaling this thing, man? We're going to blow this thing up for you. You know how many mm-hmm. times I've heard that? Oh yeah. We're going to blow this thing up. And it's, and I'm to the point now, uh, where just full on honesty, I'm like, I'm just done hearing that, man. I'm like, I almost, I don't say it. I'm kind, you know, and I'm like, I I'm good. Like just, I just kind of want to be right now. Uh, which guys in the thirties, it doesn't, that's not normal. No, you know, it's build something, make a name for yourself, make some money, you know, all that. And yep. more often than not, it'll come crashing down sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the journey I'm on and it's, it's tricky. Um, so there is a, there's a realignment I have to take daily, daily, mm-hmm. daily. Otherwise I, um, I will find myself off course very quickly. So yeah, it's all too real. What are, what are some of those practices and environments and systems that you've put in place to keep yourself on track and aligned? Yeah, I'll share a few with you. The funny thing is, uh, is right now those systems are, are not operating because my wife and I just moved. So it's oh, like man. our, our whole world. Um, we, funny thing is we just moved across town. It wasn't anything crazy but you upheave a family and, and, and a system and it's like, oh, yeah. it changes everything. Right. And your, yeah. your daughter is nearing one or a little bit over one. If I remember she's, right. She's almost eight months. Okay. So, so yeah, yes. with an eight month old moving, I mean, <laughs> right. it's like you might as well be going to the Antarctic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you some things that I still try and implement on a daily basis as much as I can. Um, the first is on the way, if I don't get a chance to do it in the mornings because of, of waking up with my daughter, those sorts of things right now, um, I will do it on the way to the gym and it's, and it's just simply surrendering everything that I know that I can in the morning It's saying, all right, God, all that I am back to you. I choose this path. I invite you to father me today. The business is yours. My marriage relationships, finances. I mean, you name it. I just give it all. Like I, I can't handle it. I need you. So it's that place of trying to, from the moment I wake up, retiring myself to give myself over to him and what he has. Um, that's one practice. Another practice that I, I know that I'm sure you practice many of your listeners do is just that pause on a daily basis mm-hmm. of, of giving everything and everyone back to, to God. And, um, 
and inviting God into that union. So just using that daily practice. Um, that's a big, um, those are two big things I'm in right now. Um, and, and that's, that's huge. The other, the other thing, um, that I, because my, my business is such a big part of my world. So I literally, it's, it's my family, it's my, it's my comrades, the guys I do life with, and it's the business. Like that's kind of the triad I live in right now. Mm -hmm. I just don't have time for much more. And, um, and of course, obviously at the center in the middle of all that is my relationship with God. And, And one of the things, because of that, this is why that that's important is because in the business, it literally is, um, God, this is yours. Like, I really want to be a follower here. Lead this day, lead these conversations. Like, I don't want to make all these really cool plans and settle these goals. Mm-hmm. You're like, um, that's great. Um, but when, how about we, we, we give it a shot as to like what I'd like to do and where I want to take this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. The biggest aha moment I had, getting back to that conversation of becoming, sorry, this is a little bit off track to your question, but I think it makes sense to what we're talking about. I did a retreat, uh, sort of a business planning retreat before my daughter was born in um, sort of the middle to end of 2020. And I got away for a few days just to wrap my head around where we were going and what God wanted to do. And I had made all these plans, all these vision things, all this great stuff. And I get to the end and I'm just consecrating all this to God. And, and the father said to me, this is all great. I love this. You're not the man who can lead this yet. <laughs> so let's go on a journey together. And I'm like, and, it, and it, it, my first thought was like, oh, man. But my second thought was like, okay, done. And again, what does that get us back to? That gets back to what am I be, who am I becoming? rather than what am I doing? And that's where, where God wants us to focus in. So mm. that kind of answered your process of systems and all that sort of thing, but it is a, it is a, a surrender. Um, it's a practice of, of prayer. And um, I'm trying to get back into meditation too. Meditation is a huge, yeah. a huge benefit for me. Um, I've fallen out of that practice in full honesty, but I want to, I want to get back into it because it's really important to, for my um, steadiness throughout the days and weeks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I've, feeling that as well like i have i have fallen into a unhealthy habit of staying up too late and getting up too late which has derailed my meditative practice in the morning which i had for so long and it's really been disruptive in an unhelpful way yeah it, it it you may not notice it like in a week but after like two weeks or three weeks you're like my life is off and I don't yeah. know what's going on here. Yeah. It totally screws with you. Yeah. It's been like a month and a half. And I'm like, I'm not feeling myself. <laughs> like, right. I've got, I, I, I had all the greatest intentions. And I started using this, this book, the monk manual. You're seeing those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, I got off track for probably a good three weeks or something of, you know, not doing the, the daily reflection and, and, prioritizing and planning and and reflecting at the end of the week and like man things just aren't where i need them to be mm-hmm. and i'm not acting in accordance with who i am and actually one of my dear friends that that i do some work for called me out on it. he's like you are incongruent 
right now. He has a really good way with words. So like he, <laughs> he, he, he initially said you were out of integrity. He's like, no, that's not quite it. You're, you're incongruent. And I'm like, that is a really good and accurate word <laughs> for, for what I am right now. And, and I tr- kind of trace it back to a mix of some old wounds that I hadn't dealt with mm. and a lack of planning, a lack of planning time and meditation and reflection. Mm. Yep. Um, are there common patterns like that for either for you or for the, the people that you help that you've seen and, and how do you kind of help guide them back into congruence from that? Yeah. You know, I, when it comes to, let's start with organizations, you know, companies, most of the time it's, they, they grew and scaled so fast that they just simply forgot who they are and why they existed. Mm. So it, it became about processes and sales and marketing, all of which are great things. Yeah. But they lost sight of why they existed and they stopped talking about why they existed and why it matters. Mm. Um, you know, the, the greatest exercise, the greatest communicators, the greatest visionaries say the same thing over and over and over. And they just forgot to do that. They, they just thought, Oh, it's on a wall or it's in our pamphlet or it's in a training manual. So we're good. Um, and, and unfortunately you're not good for lots of reasons. And so, um, so let's translate that, that idea to families and, um, and individuals. We get so busy. Our lives are so crazy focusing on good things, right? Things, sports teams, education, extracurricular activities, fill in the blank that we lose sight of who it is that we want to become the greatest gift that, um, I know a lot of, I talk to a lot of families, um, through and after we're, we're on the tail end of this pandemic. Um, a lot of the world is, yeah, hopefully a lot of the world has opened up in a lot of ways, but during the pandemic, when, you know, everyone was still sort of on lockdown and everything was canceled. I, I talked to, to family. I talked to friends who were like this, that pace. I, we don't know how we did it. We don't know how we worked at that speed for so long and so hard fast. And our kids just didn't get to experience adventure. Speaking of that. So I had a, I've, I've got to a sister who's got three, three beautiful children and, and they, they, uh, you know, because everything's canceled, they go to virtual school. And then afterwards, it's beautiful spring day. It's like, what do we do? We, we don't have soccer or anything to go to. Mm-hmm. So they get on their bikes and they find creeks and they get dirty and they skin their knees. And it's all this stuff. And they're like, this is great. And they, they're like, we don't want to return to that madness we were in. And so I think it's just losing sight in all the chaos we live in, man. I just do. We are mm-hmm. burning the candle at every end that exists. Um, and it is killing us. It's mm-hmm. absolutely murdering us. So, you, I mean, it's the same problem. It's the busyness, focusing on the wrong things that are good things, but not, but not keeping the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And not building out um, what I believe to be those guiding principles that keep us straightforward every day, whether that be as an individual, 
what's the story I live in? What's the, what's the story I've been invited into? And as a, how do we do that as an individual, as a family, and as a company? Those are the streams that I live in, you know. Um, but I think I think the symptom is the same. It's the busyness. It's the chaos um, that keeps us from that abundant life. It keeps us from life that, that Christ has for us. Mm, man, that's so good. We we definitely need to schedule some time around a campfire with cigar to unpack some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it has been such a joy having you today. And, and with the, the last few minutes we've got here, um, just want to give you an opportunity to, to let people know kind of where to find you, how do they interact with your world and like, what are some steps they can take if they're like, yeah, I need some of what Ben's got. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, biggerstory.com. You can find everything there. Um, that's the best place to find us. We're not super active on social media right now. If you live in the business world, if that's part of your like acumen and what you do, find me on LinkedIn. Um, be happy to connect with you there. We can talk those sorts of things. Um, I- I'm trying to reinvent my, uh, how I interact with people on LinkedIn. Cause I'm not exactly happy. It's getting one of those social media platforms. I'm like, do I really like this thing? I think I do, but I'm trying to figure out how that works. But yeah, biggerstory.com. Um, we, you can connect with me there and I'd love to chat with anyone who'd love to learn more. Right on. Awesome. We'll make sure to post a link to that in the show notes and man, I just appreciate you and, uh, looking forward to seeing, you know, what God has you becoming next. I was, I was going to say what you're in, going to do next, but that was not that accurate. So mm-hmm. man, just, uh, really appreciate you having, having you here and, uh, ha- have a great day, man. Thank you so much, Dan. I love being on. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow along with all of our adventures on Instagram at the Anthem of the Adventurer and on our blog, anthemoftheadventurer.com. We'll have our monthly adventure challenges continuing into the new year. And we have just a few episodes left of the podcast before it takes a bit of a rest starting in 2022. So if you're listening to this in November and December of 2021, Make sure that you sign up for all of our email updates so you don't miss a thing while the team and I write the book. So enjoy the last few episodes, sign up for all the email updates, and we'll see you out there.